0: First question: You guys are based in Kansas City. Yeah. So how that has influenced your guys' to sound?
1: Being in Kansas City, being in Kansas City, I mean, there's not. It's kind of a small scene, um, kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So a lot of people making music and playing music. They're not. They're not doing it really to reach any next level or next step. They're making music for themselves and their friends, and I think that kind of fosters. a a sound that's sort of unique and especially good because everybody's just making music for each other, um, and it's just kind of a, a really special
2: thing. Yeah, it's
3: kind. Of, I think it's 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 something that you do with your friends there. I mean, it's like what most of the bands are. It's just let's get together with everybody and and uh, just make just have fun, make the best music we can. But yeah, I mean, there's no industry presence there or anything, so you don't have a lot of bands who are out there. Um, making super commercialized
2: stuff or, or
3: anything.
1: So when you find like-minded people in Kansas City, you know, gonna, for our case, you know, people are really into pop music or oldies or that kind of thing. You gotta grab on and hold tight because the, oh, there aren't many people who are going to be as like-minded as that. So we have the Shy Boys is actually a part of two other projects called Full Bloods and ACBs, made up of the same members, basically. So in fact, uh, ACBs, the first band playing tonight, is just a reorganization of us around Connors tunes. So, Mm -hmm. it is pretty small and compact. Right. And how would you guys say
0: you differentiate from that project, the ACBs and Shy Boys? I mean, we all have similar like influences and, and whatnot, but um, but I don't know, we have our own unique kind of styles and uh, we try not to, I don't know, homogenize things too much with like all of us kind of like keep, keep, um,
2: I don't know. So. I mean, the biggest difference is that Shy Boys is mostly call-in songs and ACB's is mostly Connor's stuff yeah so there's going to be a little bit of an inherent difference because we're not like each project has a different songwriter and the like the songs get formed around that instead of like everybody writes for everybody's band it's like one person kind of writes for one band and then everybody helps form the songs together around those so it just ends up being different just for that reason
3: cool I'd say almost, too, that like, uh, ACB's is sadder, but sounds sad happier. up here. <laughs> I think the songs are sadder, but the, a lot well, of the music... the ones that are released, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, the, the older music, and then now, a lot of the new music is just about as sad as like, lyrical content. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, wow.
1: Is this your guys' first time around Chicago? We've played Chicago a bunch, actually. It's been actually now a year or two I think since we played but you know off and on over the years we come up um, we're really good friends with the people in Jay Fernandez we're playing with us tonight and so we'll go up to Chicago and almost exclusively play with them and then they'll come down to Kansas City sometimes and play with us and we just we've just built a lot of friends in Chicago and there's a lot of cross-pollination I feel like so it's been it's sort of a home away from home so we have so many friends here already. It's really easy to book a gig and have a good night and you know, especially after the show, <laughs> you know, we have a great time. Do you, as a
0: group have any like little pre-show rituals that you'd like to do before you take that
1: stage? <laughs> I know, I like before I play I have to kind of step back for a minute cuz if I'm full of adrenaline you know from moving around or shuffling around it's really hard to sing um, so I kinda of step back and collect myself before I go up otherwise I'm a nervous wreck and it's it starts shitty and it ends shitty. <laughs> well, talk about your albums
0: for a second. So the first one was 2014, 2014 yeah. and you guys have your most recent one which was just uh, a, couple days days ago. Days ago. a couple days ago yeah. Yeah. right Yeah. and so how do you feel the process has been different from the first album to the second one.
1: The first one came more organically I guess because um, we started out as just buddies and we practiced together and just kind of hung out and just developed songs with no real expectations of making a band a band proper and then we had friends who wanted to hear us play so we played and then we had friends who wanted to hear us on record so we made a record and it's just kind of a lazy, natural thing. Um, and Then we put out the first record and everything was cool and then we were super dirt poor and we had to stop for like a couple of years and we took time off to work and only since uh, the last year and a half or two uh, we've uh, kind of reinvested our energy into Shy Boys and writing new songs and uh, we made a new record, um, and we just happened to have Polyvinyl, um, our new record company. Uh, it just happened to end up in their inbox, and they dug it and kind of got a hold of us. So, releasing this record has been more um, organized and uh, a lot more like intensive hype, you know, through social media and things. Because even in the past four years, things have changed a lot as far as how you promote yourself online. So um, it's been an adjustment, Uh, not one I always really like, but it's definitely, uh, I think, helped a lot, being on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and having everybody pushing it that way, so.
3: You can kind of see what people are saying about the music like right as they're saying it, which is cool kind of encouraging to, you know, you're not just like putting it out there and hoping people are listening to it. You can kind of get, you know. It's an instant gratification
1: that comes from people replying to your Instagram stories or commenting on your stuff. It's really addictive, you know, so you kind of have to like turn the phone over and put it away (laughs) if you really want to spend any time not buried in it.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that put a little bit more pressure on you guys because you were getting like this instant feedback from fans and listeners?
1: Uh, It put more pressure on us um, from the standpoint that we're working with a label now. So for instance, we'll release a single and then we'll get an email the night before and say, okay, at 10 o'clock central time, you need to post this, this, and this on all your social media outlets. And it's like a choreographed push, you know, and I find... Those days, extremely uh, nerve-wracking and uh, just anxiety-riddled, uh, which is a trek. Um, but also that means that there's just, like, this flood of likes that you can just bait in. <laughs> just, like, open wide and just get it... Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's pretty satisfying in a way, I guess.
0: Totally. Yeah. Now... Is there anything you guys look out for in specific while you guys are performing live, like in the heat of the mo- uh, like in the heat of the moment of performing? Is there anything you guys are like watching for each other, like checking up on, you know how how tight are the, are the drum and bass? You know, am I, am I throwing something different in there with the guitar? You know, vocals
2: is always the one. Just making sure we can hear each other sing and hear ourselves sing and try to make the sound of the band you know mesh well with with the vocal parts because those are always like pretty much the most important part of every song so
1: <clears throat> I'm also like really in tune to what the crowd's response is which isn't always a good thing because they may not be one they may not be giving you the feedback that you want in the moment it's a real drag sometimes because I'll I'll see like the 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 claps or something are not super enthusiastic or something, so that pushes me to like play harder and sing louder for some reason, which is the worst response <laughs> I could have. Um, so I have to remind myself to just kind of remain mentally on stage and not like out there, um, or else I just get worse and
3: worse. Uh, for me, most of what I'm or a lot of what I'm thinking about, and now it's kind of, mo- most everything is second nature because we have been so much, but uh, since we've got three guitars now, a lot of it is figuring out, trying to find where my guitar's tone fits into the three, trying to try get that blend. Ideally, you want to sound like, you know, like an 18 string guitar or something, you know, like <laughs> just like a big sound where everything's in its right place, so I'm always trying to feel that out.
0: What is your own personal... Biggest influence, biggest band or artist that's like number one. Maybe it, it might not even influence
1: these records or this most recent one so far. But what's your most personal one? Um, I have pretty populist tastes, I, so I'm a massive Beatles fan, especially Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it, it was my first concert. I've seen him McCartney was your
1: first. Oh, nice! That's awesome. Yeah, I, I so I, I. I'm real deep into that stuff and it would be impossible for it to not have some influence. And then obviously, you know, the Beach Boys and um, a lot of vocal groups of that era, like the Association or pop groups like Gary Luce and the Playboys or some of those, you know, or the girl groups of Motown and things like that. Um, just pop harmonies, uh, super heavy on melody is basically what I'm going to be ingesting most of the time. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. Um, I grew up on a similar diet of like Crosby Stills and Nash and Neil Young and, uh, Beach Boys, uh, big time. Um, it's kind of like what my dad was playing growing up and then, you know, uh, my mom was always listening to like Sade and uh, you know like Cheryl Crow and stuff like that. So I grew up for my first love was definitely pop music, and so like melody. Um, I like all kinds of stuff, but uh, there's nothing I like better than a good melody. Um, so um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, well. <clears throat> Colin and I are brothers, and we grew up with the exact same sort of, you know, home listens. Um But, yeah, I, well, there's a couple, like, I, okay, well, in, like, 2006, for example, Colin and I found out about the Brian Jonestown Massacre, which, what you know, was just really shocking at the time because we didn't realize that there were modern bands. I mean, we grew up in a pretty secluded sort of lifestyle, and um, I was pretty shocked to find, uh, like, modern bands playing um, pop music or whatever in that way. And then, like, that kind of got us, like, thinking maybe we should be in a band for real. And then, like, years later we were into, like, the first Girls album or the first Twerps record, I think, influenced um, the way our first record sounded. Um, so just, yeah, like, pop music, basically. All, like, from from the 50s on to present, you know, like, just, like, that sort of world of song structure and stuff is, we usually, like, keep our ears pretty tuned into that stuff.
3: That's definitely our biggest comment ground. Yeah. That's, like, what we all, like, we all have stuff that we like that, isn't everyone else's bag, but the one thing that we all agree on is, is that especially that like '60s stuff that's almost overproduced, it's yeah. just like so incredibly sugary, sweet, and melodic. Um, and Phil Collins. And Phil Collins. <laughs> A lot of Phil Collins and Genesis. Nice. Nice. Yeah. nice.
1: And then, what do you feel was the biggest influences for your most recent record? Um, I don't know if the influences changed a whole lot. I think what really informed this record was what we didn't want to do, again, uh, because we put out the first record and it was, you know, really rich in reverb and the the playing was looser, the singing was looser, it's all drenched in this heavy, surfy, sludgy vibe and we kind of just wanted to wash that off of ourselves. Reimagine what Shy Boys could be uh, without those trappings. So I think Bell House, you know, it doesn't hasn't changed a whole lot as far as like song structure goes and how we approach songwriting, but the sounds that we're trying to accomplish are cleaner and more um, dynamic and um, more focused. I
3: think, like, uh, it's, I think the Two major like references, production-wise, for Beach Boys' "Party" and "Tusk" by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, um, just in the way that they were able to strip things down to their essentials and kind of do things in a way that it was like super surprising how stripped down it was, but um, kind of all the better for that, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So here's a quick lightning round. What is your favorite topping on
2: um, pizza? I'm pepperoni. Mushroom. Well, sure pepperoni, pineapple, and jalapeno. Favorite color? Uh, Favorite color is undecided.
3: I like purple.
2: I'm in a yellow phase.
1: Favorite season? Spring. Fall.
0: Fall. All right. Um, And then, since you guys did mention, you guys do come up to Chicago every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have a, a specific favorite part of the city or part of the, of the city
2: that stands I mean, I've out? I've come here so many times and I still don't really know the layout of Chicago that well. I've probably uh, hung out like
3: around like Pilsen
2: and Logan Square the
3: most. But again, I, I don't know many parts of Chicago. That's just where I mostly
2: have hung out with friends who I'm here. It's kind of true because it's so flat and it all kind of looks the same. So it's <laughs> hard to know where where you are at any given time. It
1: also you know, when you're on tour you roll into a city and you may have played in that city six times, but you've really only spent a period of eight hours in it each time, <laughs> you know, and it's only centered around whatever neighborhood the club is in that you're playing. So, you know, I we've come up to Chicago, you know, a dozen times but i have probably only spent a total of four days you know,
3: across those dozen times. Slowly build different puzzle pieces (laughs) in. I feel like my picture of Chicago has about, like, five puzzle pieces. (laughs) 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 I have, like, a possible 100. Yeah,
0: right. Um, And now, I do know that you guys just finished this album. You guys just put out this record. Are you guys still trying to write other songs or thinking ahead of the future?
1: We're just now starting to think about that because uh, it took us four and a half years to do this record, and <laughs> the consensus is we don't want to do that again. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and we have you know a relationship with Polyvinyl, a record company, who said you know, hey, if you guys want to do another record, we should talk. You know, so um, there's a lot of encouragement to be more proactive about writing and stuff, and I think the next one's gonna be a prog record. So. <laughs>
3: Whatever that means for shy boys, but we're going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice. Well, shy Voice, thank you very much. Thank, thank you.
3: you. Thank you.